another movie night. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Scott, and with me as always is Joe. Hey guys. And we are just another movie night, and we are doing before and after reviews, where we go see a new movie, and we tell you our thoughts before and after. And tonight we're going to see Creed 3. And uh, what do you think about that? Well, <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I, I do like the Creed movies, um, but I'm going to come out of this a little disappointed, I think. Hmm. Okay. Just because... I, I'm anticipating Michael B. Jordan completely turning into like a huge egomaniac. I don't know what it is. I feel like he's a bit arrogant. So I, I think this is going to be like the Michael B. Jordan show, and it should be because he's Creed. But I'm just saying, um, I really hope that um, Jonathan Majors does as well because yeah. this is a his second major motion picture right i mean he just did ant-man i think he's like been a, showing up in a lot in just recently. like a couple of years so yeah he had a television show on hbo it didn't last very long but the you know people liked him on that and there was a fan base for it yeah um i don't know i can i'm kind of upset because i think that you know i don't like them throwing rocky out of this i don't like that i don't like it at all well yeah, you talked about it a lot already. Uh, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, I'm a fan of these Creed movies, so I actually think these are really good. And I guess it might be a hot take, but I think I enjoy these Creed movies more than I enjoy a lot of the Rocky movies. Okay, well, you're not the first person I've heard that from. Yeah, I think Rocky One is a, a classic. I like Rocky Four in its cheesy way. It's it's an enjoyable movie. It's very '80s. I really enjoy that. And I like Balboa. The okay. uh, I think the last of the Rocky movies, but five is god awful. I can't watch three, and there's things about two I like. Okay. And these Creed one and two, I think, are better films than those bad Rocky movies. And I actually think I enjoy these movies more than the Rocky sequels that I enjoy. Okay. I think that these are very, very well done movies, very well acted. I will say that I don't like this whole, you know, Michael B. Jordan brings this this one feeling to his role a little bit that is just trying really hard to be cool. I, I That's what I'm telling you about the arrogance. Yeah, I, no, I agree. I know exactly what you're saying. but I like him as an actor. So. I do too, but I feel like... He's getting a little too lost in the role that he's being put into, and he's constantly doing it. It's like when Denzel Washington got the Training Day Academy Award. Mm -hmm. Then he just started doing the Training Day character a little too much, and he started losing a little bit of what he was. You okay. know, And yeah, I think I that happens that. with a lot of actors when they start getting very big. They start getting into that ego and they get wrapped up in their mind. You see that with Vin Diesel and The Rock and stuff like that. I think Michael B. Jordan did, like, he had a lot of, like, cult, cl like, great cult movies. Like, uh, uh, Fruitville Station and uh, Super 8. Uh, no, not Super 8. Uh, Chronicle. Sorry, Chronicle. Chronicle. And, you know, he was on that train where he was doing some really interesting stuff. But then he did Black Panther. And then that's him. Like, I feel like he just got stuck in Killmonger. 
and I yeah. kind of want to see him do a little more range. And I think here we're going to get to see that range a little bit more because it's going to be emotional thing about battling his past and and his and dealing with his present. And I think that might be bringing him down a peg, but I feel like Jonathan Majors is also going to be doing that. You yeah, know what I, mean? I feel that too. Yeah, but see, I think that see, I think Michael B. Jordan's adorable. I really do like him as an actor, like I said. But I just feel like this is going to be missing something. It's going to be missing something because it's not going to have Sylvester Stallone. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. So, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a big weight over this film. I think a big cloud because. This series has been great because they're balancing that past and the present, you know, and going with the future. I will say that Creed 2 kind of did a great send-off to Rocky. I don't think that he necessarily needs to come back because the end of that movie was felt like his last movie. But I feel, like, don't you feel a little bit like, you know, I think that Adonis is on this path that he's on because... He had such so much heart behind him, you know, with Rocky and you know his father being Rocky's best friend, and I just feel like he had Rocky to to be there for him and be his like his almost like spiritual guide and help him along. And then you're just gonna dump him off. Well, again, it felt like Rocky was leaving because his story was wrapped up with the battle against you know Drago coming back, right? Yeah, and and that's. And I think they did that great. And I heard a rumor that they were going to spin off and do that movie too with uh, those two characters and him training him and like trying to make him better. You know, his son and, you know, Drago. Drago? Yeah, Drago and and his son. And I thought that was a really interesting idea. But the problem is there's a battle going on behind the scenes with Sylvester Stallone. And unfortunately, he's the creator of Rocky. He is the creator of these characters Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have this michael b jordan series if it wasn't for sylvester sloan right that's why i'm like and and what sucks about it is he lost the rights to these movies and since he's not a producer he can't hold on to it it's become its own thing and the producers have the rights to it now and what sucks is michael b jordan is now one of those producers and so is ryan coogler and you kind of want to hear that they stepped up and they stood up for Sylvester Stallone. But I don't think that's necessarily happening, mostly because Sylvester Stallone's battling another man, and those two are involved in the middle now. And I think Sylvester Stallone himself has kind of went out of his way to say, well, you know, I don't want to work with that guy. Michael B. Jordan's a nice guy. The studio's wonderful. But it's just the... It's been such a real rough emotional ride, that's all. If Michael B. Jordan, we come up with a story, I'll do Creed Four with him mm-hmm. as long as the other fellow is not involved. But I do think Ryan Coogler and I do think Michael B. Jordan are stand-up dudes. But I think that this is going the wrong direction. And also what he saw the script, which I think is uh, co-written by Ryan Coogler. I think you're thinking of Keenan Coogler. Keenan Coogler did the screenplay. Yeah, he's the uh, brother of Ryan Coogler, who's the director. Okay, but no, on, in this one, actually, Michael B. Jordan is. Yes, this is the first time he's going to be directing yeah. one of these. Ryan Coogler, I think, directed the last two. He also did Black Panther with him, I believe. I don't know if he directed the last two, but I know Ryan Coogler was working on these with him. Oh, okay. And he did Black Panther, right? And uh, I think that 
he gave it to his brother to write and I heard the screenplay didn't have really any room for Sylvester Stallone. They kind of wanted to step out of the shadow and I get it. This yeah. should be Creed's story. It is Creed. It should be these two stories but I do think that Sylvester Stallone should have at least been in it. I think he should have. Um, yeah, Even if it's just a small thing at least pay homage to this guy. I mean yeah. he's fucking rocky. I mean come on. Yeah. You know, Sly, you know, uh, let it be known, you know, that, that he wasn't coming back for, for this one. But I but I think, you know, in his essence and experience is always going to be a little bit of Rocky within Adonis. You know, it's always respect and always, uh, you know, a, a shit ton of love uh, for, for what he's built. But we really want to uh, push and navigate uh, Adonis forward in the family that he created. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I heard the screenplay didn't have anything for him. And he was like, what am I going to be doing, carrying a bucket? And I get it. Yeah, I get, I, it. I get it, yeah. Um, and I don't blame him if he wanted to step away. I think that he made things a little hard for himself because behind the scenes, I think in two, he said, this is my last one. Mm-hmm. And then he was talking about how he wanted to come back. So it's very sketchy what's happening behind the scenes. And we can only guess as two outs- like his outsiders hearing all these multiple story accounts. And so I think that we're kind of like, we're going to take... Sylvester Stallone side because he is the creator. He is Rocky. Like, yeah. and I, 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 it sucks because I don't want to blame Michael B. Jordan and I don't want to blame these producers and stuff like that. The people who worked on these, uh, but I can't help it, you know. And no, I know that's why I said like that was my first thing going in was automatically this is going to be full of ego because not only is he directing himself in a movie, but he's also front and center and he's got um, you know that. Because it's about boxing, Mm -hmm. they got like, you know, both of them, that machismo thing going on. Oh, it's going to be so... Where it's just going to be like a pissing contest the whole time. And I I don't know. Which uh, Rocky Four kind of feels like. So I'm wondering how this one will feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has to be because, um, hello, Drago killed Apollo. No, I know, but I'm talking about that machismo. Like they're they're battling it out and they're just a pissing contest. That's what that movie virtually is. And... I think that these movies have a little bit of that, but they also really balance that drama really well. Yeah. So I think that this has a possibility of being really interesting, and I'm I'm intrigued to see Michael B. Jordan's directing style. I so, am too, and also and, our girl Tessa Thompson isn't it? And we like yeah, we she really plays like his her. wife. Uh, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think there was a whole plot line too, right? With the the child with the hearing aid, I believe, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, with that. So that's interesting, and I would like to see more of that. Um, I also think that the son of Drago. Is coming back in this to train? Oh, okay. With, I, Apo- I, with Creed? I don't know anything about this. With Apollo? Uh, not Apollo, but I mean uh, Adonis. Adonis. And I think he is back in this one. I don't think Dolph Lundgren is, though. Well, that would be fucked if Dolph well, came back and Sylvester Stallone didn't. Well, I know. I heard there was a little bit of a battle there, too. Uh, but I yeah, think they've made up. But yeah, I think there's some here. weird things. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm mostly looking forward to seeing uh, the other actor. To tell you the truth, I mean, he looks incredible in this. Are I mean, you his... talking about Jonathan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jonathan, he's he's blowing me away, and I really want to see Devotion. I still have we still haven't seen that. That's the airplane movie he did recently. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe that's the name of it. I, I do like him, so yeah. And the other actor in it is another actor we really like too. From he was just in Top Gun, um, the guy from Screen Queens. We like him, and he's, oh, they're we both love in that him. movie. And I would like to see that, so I got to get to that. Yeah. Uh, this guy's really stepping it up and showing me some really interesting range so i'm really intrigued 
And he is so in physical shape in this that it is disturbing. Like, it mm-hmm. is, they look amazing. So, I can't, I'm actually looking forward to it. So, yeah. All well, right. Well, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm just, uh, I just hope the egos don't blow up, but you know, whatever, yeah. it's going to happen because they're boxers and they're, yeah, if you, you know, <laughs> if you're guessing, you're going to come out of this with a low review out of 10. I, I'm probably, I'm usually in the six range. Hmm. Yeah. So, I'm going to stick so with six. I've given the other ones. Pretty high scores. I've I've really enjoyed this series so far. I, I had some problems with the, uh, like you said, the uh, the uh, um, too much attitude coming out. It, that's that's know? what I mean. And, yeah, and attitude. And I think that was the, the lowest part for me. But I think the series has been pretty damn good. But I think this might be the lesser. <laughs> Usually, know. the farther we go in, the lesser it starts becoming. Well, so. I gave Creed to a seven. Yeah, I think I've given at least seven or eights so, to these two movies because I've really enjoyed yeah, Actually, both both one and two sevens. So hopefully I come out of this one with a seven or higher. I that would be, be interesting. very surprised. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. So, yeah. You anything so, else? Um, No. Um, I That's all I got for you right now. So <laughs> right. we're going to go see the movie. All right. Let's go check it out. I want it all. There may have been a time when Damien had your back. But he doesn't anymore. Hey, I'm just getting started, little bro. I'm coming for everything. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to die. Don't let him destroy everything you've built. And we're back, and we just saw Creed 3, Rocky's Revenge. No, seriously, <laughs> we just saw Creed 3. Um, I wish it was Rocky's Revenge. <laughs> okay, so this was a good movie. Uh, it has its problems, right? I, I, what do you think? You, you agree? Yeah, I think it has a, a few problems. Yeah. But overall, I found it to be enjoyable. Um, I feel that... What I said in the beginning before we went in was not as prominent as I thought it was going to be with the whole ego thing. Well, I mean, it was there. Yeah. You could feel it a little, but it wasn't, it didn't overpower the movie. I thought he did a, a pretty decent job directing. Mm. Um, I thought that Jonathan Majors was, was good. I thought he was, he did a good job. He's very in shape. He was probably made for this role you know um i mean that 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 that's my issue is like i think the biggest issue with this movie is it's about it's the best example of male ego it's such (laughs) talk about toxic masculinity i mean this movie literally did wouldn't have happened if someone just apologized you know that's true and i feel like this movie also had that kind of cliche backstory where they were punk kids and one of them got away and the other didn't. Yeah, I mean, if you saw the trailers for this movie, it's not really a spoiler. And and honestly, the movie's going to play out probably like you would expect. If you saw the trailer, there's no way you can have this movie spoiled. It is, a at the end of the day, a sports movie, a boxing movie. And these movies tend to go the way that you imagine. So the movie does follow a basic structure of of boxing movies of any kind of movie sports movies sports movies tend to be exactly what you think they're gonna be 
you know, you, you follow a person doing a thing and, and then and they win. Yeah, you know? for sure. And the rare occasions, the original Rocky, that doesn't go that way. And I think that's why it's such a classic. And here, I say my biggest problem is that there's an interesting plot. I think it's really interesting to see a, a guy dealing with guilt of not actually being the strong person that he thinks he is and doing something wrong and then confronted by it. You know, that thing that he did wrong, that's really fascinating. And that's an interesting story to develop and, and look at. But I don't think the movie specifically does it right. I don't. I think there's definitely a need for downtime and establishing that, that problem between the two characters. And they really could have spent some time developing that nature a little bit better. The movie just kind of runs right into it. Yeah. And it really needed... There was some great stuff here. Before... Uh, in our before, I talked about really loving the idea of his family and dealing with a child who uh, is a deaf child and how that family dynamic works. And they did it very good here. Yeah, it was perfect. It, it the was, parts that dealt with that were fantastic, yeah. I thought. And you actually really um, appreciate the family situation. Yes. You, you appreciate his wife is great. Uh, the little girl is adorable. Yeah, they're very likable. Uh, Very likable and, family. And, and I guess that's where the the issue comes because when the the situation happens, there's a lot here that could have been built on better. Uh, basically, what the movie structure is is exactly what Rocky was. There, this one is kind of doing what Rocky One did, where Apollo took a chance on boxing Rocky. So they were trying to make, how do we make a big selling event? Well, what if we took an underdog and made him the big event? Give him a shot at the title. Mm -hmm. And that's a really cool concept. And they kind of do the same thing here again. But the way it kind of plays out is very formulaic in a strange way. And and it could have been so better built on. And, and I will say also you said something about his directing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some really fun, interesting shots. He hasn't you can see he has an eye, he has a he had an idea of what he wanted to do here. But there's some really weird things that I think will catch a lot of people off guard and feel strange. Uh, I think more so for fans of previous fan like I think the younger generations might be okay with this uh take, but there's a CG level of the audience and the crowds here that you can't help but feel and notice. But to hammer it in harder, there is a sequence in here that it goes very CG mm -hmm. around the events of boxing. And they're doing it to... It's almost like uh, the movie Hero, where the, the, the two characters are thinking about every move the other's going to make, so we watch the battle in their minds. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of here, too, a little bit. It's a way to get past the, the fight the rounds on the fight and everything. And while it's creative and interesting, it's very jarring because it's so CG and it comes out of nowhere. And it is kind of, it kind of takes you out of the moment a little bit. But yeah. that being said, there are some great shots of punches here and you feel a lot of the weight in some of the hits. 
Yeah, I actually did. I, I felt that they're two very strong individuals. It, so you yeah. could feel every time one of them gets hit and you know it's going to be a bad one. It's almost like I moved in my seat because I felt like I was getting hit. It was crazy. Yeah. You could feel it. But um, like I said in the beginning of like the, you know, before review, I I knew that I would at some point feel the absence of Sylvester Stallone in this. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah. And I absolutely, there was a scene in this movie that really, really, really needed Rocky. And it just, it he wasn't there. And I felt that loss. I felt that, that um you know, that absence. And I, I feel like we needed it because it would have given the scene more heart. Yeah, it's a, it's a very weird moment that he would definitely be in. And they... I, I counted. I paid attention to the entire movie. They reference him only once by name. They they make sure they hardly say his name, but reference the events in ways where it basically just says a person. Mm-hmm. But then there's one specific line where they say the word Rocky. Mm-hmm. And that's where I felt weird because they're not killing off the character. And they're also ex- acting like he doesn't even exist. It, it's strange. It feels very, very weird and purposely pushing the character out of the mythos. And that's kind of bizarre. It's very bizarre because he's like a second father to yeah. Adonis. And I feel like he was his, you know, he guided him through a time where he needed it. And, you know, Apollo was his best friend. And I feel like we needed Rocky in this, especially since this is supposed to be the last one, right? I, I don't mean, think so. I think they could, be they could one? do more if they wanted to. If they wanted to. But I mean, it, I just feel because they finalized a couple of things here, I feel like we needed Rocky. And I, I just, I did not like the absence of Rocky in this. They could definitely bring him back. I, I know Sylvester Sloan has gone out of his way to say, I would definitely work with Michael B. Jordan again and do another one if he does one. Uh, I just don't want to work with that one certain individual. I think it's one of the old producers of the original series and stuff. And I think he has a big issue with that guy in particular. But you're right with saying there is a scene. You will absolutely feel his... You would definitely instantly say, why isn't he here? He needs to be here. And this is a great moment to have the two characters talk. Yes. And it could have... It could have been five minutes. They didn't need to do a big thing. Mm -hmm. But they could have really made a powerful moment. And it's very, very strange. And you can't help but question, well, where the hell is he? Right. And I I get moving on and not always needing that character. But they've already established him in two movies before this. He needs to be there. Right. And and it's It's, kind of a shame because it it would have elevated a lot of the moments in this movie. I think added the heart that he's needed. Added more heart. And in this particular moment, um, you know, I think Adonis really needed... He needed that guidance. Yeah. He needed Rocky's guidance. They're they're doing it with this character of Duke. And, and I kind of, I'm a little weirded out by this Duke character. And because I haven't watched the last two Creed movies in a very long time, I'm very, like, uh, disjointed from what happened. Mm-hmm. And the Duke character who is his trainer in this movie is the same name as the trainer in the original Rocky films that trained his father. But that actor passed away, and I don't know who this character is. He just happens to have the same name. I mean, he's it's not older. the same character. No, he's older, but I'm, I don't know why they gave him the same name. If they're not going to say that it's that character, I mean, that character at this point would probably be, like, what, in his, like, 80s? 
Yeah, you know, that's like, why I was a little weirded out by this uh, this yeah. this character, and and they have him in flashbacks that he was a part of his life for a long time. I don't remember him being in the last two, but he probably was. That felt a little strange. But uh, uh, let's talk about um, more about um, Jonathan Majors. Yes. Um, yes, they keep me- mentioning how he's an older man, then he's older than Michael B. Jordan. Everybody keeps mentioning that and pushing that out as a thing. He looks incredible in this film and mm-hmm. and michael b jordan does too and they ha- they do a training montage I, I can point this out real quick they do a training montage that is very heavily trying to be rocky in his own way right with uh, Except the running. playing like burning heart yeah and i would say the that the, the tiger and stuff the soundtrack doesn't pump me up as much as the original movie's soundtracks do but uh i still didn't mind it i i'm not the big i like rap but I'm not the biggest fan of uh, the ego-pushing stuff. Like, you know, like a lot of... And, and, and that's here, and like I said before. Mm-hmm. And that comes off with the Jonathan Majors character going into his character we're going to talk about. He... Uh, the actor's great. He he does this thing where he does, you know, inner torment... Torment? Oh, Jesus, I can't even say that word. Thank inner you. Inner torment? Thank you. Like, he's doing, like, the... <laughs> You can just see it on his face. He's like expressing it in so many ways, and you feel everything that he's going through. He he is a great facial actor. He is great with but, his emoting. Yes, but after seeing just seeing only a week prior, a couple weeks prior, uh, Ant Man, mm-hmm. and seeing him in that do the same type of thing, and that he's doing insane in his mind and in fury. In this, he is also doing it like furious and also like just hiding back anger, and which is the same thing as Kane. And he's doing the same facial stuff. I have I have a fear for this actor going forward that he's going to be stuck in doing that. You know what I mean? I hope not, but I, I do appreciate the way he can just act with his face. Yeah. And um and he's Well, yeah. I mean, He's every time we were on screen, I kept leaning to you and saying, yeah. wow, you yeah. really feel how angry he is. You do, moment. especially at the last, in the last scene of the movie where he's, you know, you feel, you kind of feel his sadness and his pain. Yeah, let's you talk about that. felt that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how you feel about this because we haven't discussed it yet, but I felt very bad for his character and I actually was mad at Adonis, like Creed. And I, I kind of was like... This guy has all the reason in the world to hate your guts. It's true. And it's kind of, it feels weird because the movie really wants you to side with Creed because he's our title character and our lead, but it's very hard to side with him. And it is, especially when it comes to Jonathan Major's character, um, Damien. I feel like, I mean, you're supposed to feel for him, but at the same time, you're conflicted because Creed is your main protagonist it doesn't seem to want us to be conflicted but i feel like in a way you are because can't help it you know yeah you can't you can't help but be conflicted here there's there's you got one side where your protagonist is adonis and he's always been your protagonist yeah and then you got this other guy coming in trying to you know pardon my expression but fuck his shit up and then yeah but he's got good reason to want to fuck his shit up you know that's what what i'm saying And, and you really feel like Am I supposed to be hating this guy? Because I don't. Although they, there's times in the movie where they go, "Oh, we're gonna make you hate him." Yeah, but it they does, tried. Still doesn't work yeah, enough. They tried, and it didn't work enough. No, it does it not work enough. Because at the end of the movie, I was really like, 
I was moved. I was moved by the end, you know? I, yeah, I wish I wish it was again, and I have I have a I hate that that masculinity problem where mm-hmm. you know, two men can't just talk to each other and no one can say anything that they need to say. And it's always about that front of like I have to be powerful and I have to show I'm the bigger person here. It's kind of bullshit. And this is one of those rare times where I really wanted the character to break down and give more of I'm a sorry, I'm sorry, and I know shit must messed up. Mm-hmm. There, it's there, but it's done such in a way where it's basically like, hey, you know, hey, you know, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, and, and I, I hate that crap. Yeah. I, I really mm-hmm. wanted a lot more of emotional moments between the two characters because I felt like it very much deserved it. It needed it. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't, it does not come hard enough. That being said, I still enjoyed it. And, and it, I, I had fun watching it. And I, during some of the boxing, I was like, whoa, yeah. look at that shot. Like I was watching a real boxing match. I felt that way too. And I think that watching them get hurt and how real and, and raw it, it looked, if, you know, I've never, I used to watch boxing with my dad. I really had no choice because we had one TV. So it was like, you know, my dad would always get me to watch boxing by saying, okay, Joe, you know, like, I'll give you a quarter if you pick the guy that's going to win. Like, he would always, <laughs> like, try to get me to just stay quiet and watch the boxing that's with him. That's funny. And so I'd be like, okay, the guy in the blue shorts, dad, I like that guy. And I never really liked boxing, but it was the thing that I, you know, watched with my dad just, you know, because I wanted a quarter. <laughs> but, you know, watching these scenes in this movie, I'm like, oh, God, I, I just remember how much I hate boxing. It's yeah. so, it just makes me... You know, it's cringeworthy to me. This made me, because uh, there was a period of time where I really got into boxing. And uh, it didn't last very long because I have so many other hobbies and so many other things I love, especially movies. Uh, and I love sports movies more than I love sports. And uh, watching boxing for a while, I was very into it. And I was very into the entire strategy of play, how, how these men you know are able to do what they do and this movie talks about that a lot which i really appreciated and it actually brought me back into that feeling of watching it again which i kind of really appreciated um i think i have a couple more thoughts i, I just thought i keep thinking of a couple more i think things uh there was a couple side characters uh that again I think that this really comes down... I think my biggest problem with the movie comes down to Michael B. Jordan's directing, maybe. I feel like it's running the paces a little too fast. And I think I'm always... I'm always, like, championing the breathing room. Mm-hmm. I love breathing room. I love emotion. I love when characters are able to do talking with their faces only and without words. And I need a lot of that. I, I like that. I, I hate constant movement, like, from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want things to flow naturally. And... One of those uh, particular things that I, I, I just standing out to me as we're talking was uh, there's another boxer who um, is got he's got an entire arc in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a side thought, and it would have been really interesting to establish him more in the beginning, like uh, bring him up more, make us feel for him too, mm-hmm. make him feel like a character. Uh, it's the same thing with um, uh, what uh, what's his face's son comes back. From the last Drago, movie. Drago. Drago's mm-hmm. son. And he is in this movie as well in little bits. And I actually really appreciated some of the little bits he was in. Like he has a presence. Yeah, he does have a presence. He also has something that happens in the movie. But it's done so quick that it's like another afterthought. It's like, oh, that's a thing that pushes the movie forward. 
but we're not really going to hang on it. Right. And I wish some of that stuff was more established or more set up and more like talked about after the events Mm -hmm. just to make us feel the weight of everything and also make us feel more of Apollo's world. Yeah. And or Adonis. Oh, I'm sorry. I Adonis. Keep saying it's that. okay. I know. I, I know have you. a problem with that. Uh, yeah, Adonis is a uh, well, just uh, Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> yeah, Donnie. Uh, but I do appreciate the scenes with her, his daughter, and I, I thought that oh, was, was really so well cute. done. And she was adorable. I could have watched a, a movie just about that. I know that this is a Creed movie, so you need mm-hmm. boxing. Yeah. But I really like the idea of like a child growing up with a boxing father and a musician mother in in that fame mm-hmm. in that world and see how she would process it and I think I really was interested in some of that and mm-hmm. I really liked their dynamic that Tessa Thompson and uh, Michael B Jordan I think it's Michael B Jordan that makes people it's he's just like a lovable guy he's adorable he's so cute he has a vibe yeah he's got a (laughs) when he smiles he's got a vibe that brings you into his character and tessa thompson and him have extremely good chemistry they do there's a scene where they're they're like being romantic with each other and it really works they look they feel really well together it's cute we made we actually made a comment um during the movie that you got valkyrie warmonger yes. and kang and one sitting scene. in one scene and if together. they would have had sylvester stallone he's also a, new, a guardian of the galaxy yeah he's so they're a, all marvel yeah, people he's a ravager um <laughs> i know i noticed that too I, that's funny but Such nerds yes um well you just made me think of another thing too but uh yeah there there is there's a lot of things about this movie that i felt positive and negative but the overall i think i enjoyed it I really did too. My my rating is also we're going to go straight through on the trilogy here and say seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven. The, I know. I think I feel like I gave one of these an eight, but I would have to rewatch it again. Uh, I really enjoy these films, and mm-hmm. uh, this one is no different. And I know the thing I just wanted to say real quick was there's a kid, and we didn't look this up. I don't even know. The kid in the opening playing the young Michael B. Jordan. Oh my god! He's literally Michael B. Jordan, and I that kid. Yes. I mean, seriously, it looked like they they DH him. Who steps there? And I was like, is this digital? It was crazy because the kid's emotions and on his face yeah. are dead on. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan's he did face. really good. He did really good. I don't know. Yeah, he might yeah. be related to you. Never I don't know. know. You no, know, but I be. mean, he looked like he could have been related. That, it, there was good casting. That blew my mind good a little casting. bit. But yeah, yeah. I'm going seven. Yeah, and I think these movies are consistently good. They so. are consistently good. Yeah, and I and I think that just I wouldn't mind more. And the way that this ends, I feel like it does say I could come back for more. It's like an end shot. Yeah, and. uh I'm interested. Yeah, uh, I am yeah, too. So, I'll come back for another one. Yeah, even if they wait a long time and he ages and yeah. it's like dealing with something in his family, I'm cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, even with the absence of Rocky Balboa. I do. Hope I, back. I really, with the absence of him, I yes, it did upset me a little. I'm still giving this a seven because overall as a movie, I thought it was really good. Yeah, so. I, I do too. I, I, I enjoyed myself and that's mm-hmm. all I can ask for. I wasn't, I didn't come out and go, you know, it was fine. I really I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I, enjoyed I it. actually really did. So, all right. Yeah, all right. So, um, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, have a good one. You out there boxing? I need you to start fighting. <laughs>